The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah! Go Cowboys! This is Girls Talk Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw Dating, preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and broadcasting live from Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star. Well, happy Monday, everybody. Today is November 7th. Uh, We are here at the SWBC Podcast Studio at the beautiful star in Frisco. This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. I'm your host, Jess Navarez. For today, I'm joined by two incredible, incredible ladies. Of course, Christy Scales joining us and Aisha Morrison. I missed y'all this week. Can I just (laughs) say, it was so fun to be mixed up a little bit with the other podcast, but... Girls Talk, Boys Talk is home. I I really missed y'all, and and I'm excited for a very fun week back to talk all things Cowboys and Packers. It's going to be a crazy week, you guys. And Lambeau Field is my favorite place by far to visit. I'm often asked, what's your favorite road trip? And Lambeau is the mecca for professional football, in my opinion. Sure. No place like home, like (laughs) AT&T Stadium, but... Just from the historical context, some of the great games that we've had there. Um, this is the – I've had this circled on the calendar since we we knew last year, of course, that we were going to be playing at Green Bay. But um, it, it's definitely my favorite road trip. And I know that uh, the Packers are down a little bit this year. Uh, but still, it's Aaron Rodgers, and it's going to be a lot of fun. And so this is the one that I've really been waiting for. Yeah, and I think, you know – We've all been waiting for this as, uh, you know, Cowboys Nation with the headlines of Mike McCarthy returning back to Lambeau Field as uh, not the Green Bay head coach, right? So it, it's something, it's it's a storyline that writes itself, really, when it comes to Mike McCarthy returning to Lambeau Field. I know all of us, uh, Christy was at the press conference, Aisha and I watched it. Ladies, I wanted to get your thoughts, because Mike McCarthy was very vulnerable during this press conference, and uh, I say that lightly, because vulnerable Mike McCarthy is something that I feel like we get all of the time. When you really listen to him and you hone in on his message, I think he's a pretty vulnerable guy. However, he shed some tears today. And I think that was just something incredible. I, I really appreciate Mike McCarthy for talking about um, everything he did with his history and his past in Green Bay. But, Christy, what was the feeling in the press conference room today when Mike McCarthy was talking about returning to Green Bay with everything that he has over there? Well, he held up really well for most of the press conference. But, of course, <laughs> you know, the first, what, 14 out of 17 questions probably are, are about uh, his return to Green Bay. And it wasn't until... It was more of a personal question regarding the family because his wife Jessica is from the, born there and uh, you know longtime resident there. That's where they met. Um, that's where uh, his two daughters were born and raised. Um, son spent a lot of time there, and so it wasn't until the specific question was about the family mm. and what Green Bay and the Packer community meant to the family that he started to get choked up a little bit. And then just researching some of the things of, for example, Mike McCarthy Way, which was uh, renamed one of the Potts Avenue, which runs along uh, Nitschke Field. It runs from the Fox River all the way to Lambeau Field. Um, It was renamed Mike McCarthy Way back in 2014. And so with the dedication ceremony, he's talking about how humbled he is and and he got a little choked up and emotional there. So, you know, you, you the thing about life in the NFL is 
there's so much sacrifice with it, not just yeah. yourself personally, but your family. And it's not just a career, it's a whole lifestyle. And it's 365 days a year. It's not just six months from training camp through February. And so it's a, such a total commitment that you have to put everything into it. And so you don't just walk away from a community where you've had so much success and where football is such a part of the community and it's just gone and not part of your life anymore. It's always going to be a part of his life. So, so uh, I, you know, I, I enjoy when Mike talks about the past and, and uh, explains, expresses some of his vulnerable side. I think it uh, sure. makes him more relatable. Yeah. And I know, Aisha, we, we were talking before the show about how this press conference really shaped a mold for Mike McCarthy. It kind of confirmed what you already knew mm -hmm. about him being a head coach. Can you go ahead and talk about that a little bit, too? Yeah, no, I, I think it was important for I think it was important for people to hear the other side of what coaching is like in this. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Mm -hmm. Sorry, okay, Jesse. That that camera angle was not flattering, so I just went ahead and tilted it down. And Jesse was in my weak. ear talking about like I was just about to tell you that. My bad, so. but no, I think it's important. <laughs> I think it was important for uh, fans and everyone to kind of see. We, we don't get to see uh, head coaches kind of be vulnerable like that about what this game has done to them, but not only them, but their family. And I think he touched on when he started talking about his daughters, like, you know, obviously they have to move, they have to adjust, and what that's kind of done for his family with them being raised there. I mean, 12 years is a long time in the football world to be sure. stationary somewhere and get comfortable. Um, but I think for a Cowboy Nation, if you want to get to know your head coach a little bit more and wonder why this locker room kind of seems a little bit different, a little bit more cultured, a little bit more together, I think a lot of it stems from this head coach and his example and what he is trying to establish here. And um, also, too, he talked about a couple uh, – Nick Eatman asked a fantastic question about um, – you, we know it's not just you. We know it's not just you. There are 10 different coaches or coordinators on this team that have come from Green Bay that, you know, Mike McCarthy mentioned, even Joe Witt Jr., he had a long tenure there at Green oh, Bay. Yeah. So there are not just him – there are other emotions from key positions in this on this team that you know established themselves with other places. And even Joe Witt Jr. mentioned when he first got hired here that he mentioned his daughters, he mentioned mm -hmm. his family, you know, the stability. And again, I just think it's important. This was an, a good conversation to be had. I thought that the questions that um, the different media folks asked were very intuitive, and it was nice to get another glimpse into the other side of being a head coach and being, you know, involved in this football life that is very time demanding. Yeah, and to be honest, I think watching this press conference, um, even before starting this podcast, I know I would always just listen in on press conferences throughout the years. This probably tops as my favorite press conference that I've seen from a Cowboys head coach since I started watching them. And only because of that, it, it talks a lot about the sacrifices that, you know, these coaches make. You think about the players and, and all of that as well, but you kind of you kind of backlog the coaches and the sacrifices that, like you said, Christy, their families are making and, and all of that. And uh, something that I, I really loved how he corrected was he said, yeah, you know, um, when I when I think about Green Bay and Dallas, I think about the non-catch and he goes, wait, 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 let me correct that. <laughs> yeah. It was the it was the catch that was ruled not a catch. Right. So right. I like how he kind of teeters that line a little bit. Uh, all in good fun. Of course, we know. 
we know it was a catch. So we can can end on that note. But, you know, I I wanted to throw in some other things that he had mentioned, uh, you know, switching gears a little bit because he did talk about how he didn't expect Zeke to participate in practice today. Keep in mind, it was a very light workload, um, definitely not a full practice there. So I say all of this, just keep it in mind. Um, Malik Hooker was expected to be limited at that point. Sam Williams expected to practice. And then James Washington, he said, quote, talking about him this week. They are talking about him this week. So I think that is a good indicator that very soon, how soon? We don't know yet, but a couple other things to throw in there as well. Yeah, I think they have a practice. I think he said they're going to have a late practice today about yeah. four o'clock. So um, then, you know, I guess we'll get updates then. And yeah, see they had to move are. it indoors with the, yeah, because, because of it's, the, it's sprinkling the bad weather. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's sprinkling, y'all. Don't, don't, it's sprinkling. You know what? I will say this about Dallas weather. It is sprinkling and you would look outside and think it's sweater weather. It is so humid it's outside. Humid. It's nasty. It is muggy. It is humid. But anyways, this Dallas weather is something yeah, else. Stop but driving like it's. It's storming outside. I was like, 121. It was, I said, it's sprinkling. What is going on yeah. out here? Yeah, but, yeah, you know what? I, I just wanted to mention a lot um, about Mike McCarthy in that press conference today uh, to kick off the show as we officially kick off Dallas Green Bay Week, a very exciting week in Cowboys Nation. But we're going to go ahead and take our first break because we do have a very special guest joining us in our next segment. I'm going to give you a hint. She's a DCC, so you're not going to want to miss that. We're talking all things Cowboys holidays, all things amazing, amazing philanthropy work that DCC does, and uh, you're not going to want to miss it, so make sure to stay tuned. This is Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. At Jigsaw Dating, we obviously want the Cowboys to bring that sixth ring home, but to be honest, we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger. That's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Pepsi-loving football fans, it's time we had a lesson in trash talk. And I'm not talking about that stuff that happens on the field. What I'm talking about is trash, and it's the only thing that belongs in your garbage can. Now, recycling might not be as thrilling as converting a fourth and long, but next time you're thinking about throwing that Pepsi Zero Sugar bottle away, just cap it back up and pretend you're down by six with the recycling bin wide open. <sighs> know the difference? Make a difference. Be a team player and recycle. Visit PepsiTrashTalk.com to learn more. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With Blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at Blockchain.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline.
Welcome back to Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We're coming to you live from the SWBC podcast studios here at the Star in Frisco on this rainy Monday. We're going to get into a very special topic with a very special guest in just one second. But first, let's talk all about Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks. Two icons, one night music legends Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks will perform at AT&T Stadium on Saturday April 8th, 2023, so mark your calendars. Tickets will go on sale Friday, November 11th at SeatGeek.com, the official ticketing provider of AT&T Stadium. That sounds like a lot of fun, actually. <laughs> that's not like um, being gay. Yeah, you know, that sounds, that sounds amazing. But <laughs> what? Not because of you. <laughs> well, hey, hey, way before Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks, Thanksgiving Day, Salvation Army Red Kettle Kickoff. There you go. Jonas Brothers. Yeah. Oh. Our our special guest, <laughs> Kadiana, two year veteran with the DCC. Yep. I want to know your reaction when you heard that this year at the Thanksgiving <laughs> halftime that you get to perform with Jonas Brothers. Kayla. Well, first of all, hey everybody. Hey, hey Kadiana. We <laughs> love having Thanks you. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. But when we found out that we were performing with the Jonas Brothers, my nine year old little heart went crazy. <laughs> I wanted to cry. I didn't. I kept it together. But immediately, I went home and I posted a picture of me and my dad at my first Jonas Brothers concert. Oh, you go way back. Oh, I I go way back. Me and the Joe Bros. Katie and I, we just became best friends. I just want to throw that out Wait, but are you a Joe, Kevin, or Nick? That's an important question. Okay, here's the thing. I started as a Joe girl, and then as I got older, I became a Nick girl. But that's because I met Nick, and Nick was very nice. Pull yourselves together. I haven't met the other two yet to give you a good good answer here. But are you a Joe, Nick, or (laughs) Kevin girl? That's the important thing. My loyalty is to Nick. Okay. My loyalty is to Nick. There we go. But I think that's only because we had curly hair. Uh, so we shared a bond, you know? Yeah. A thanks. bond. A bond. Yeah, I'm giving you the applause for that answer. A bond, you say. A bond, I would say that. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, so like we heard, Thanksgiving Day halftime performance. Y'all are working with the Jonas Brothers. Obviously, we know you're very excited. But can you talk about the preparation that goes into that halftime show? Yes. No. Of course, with the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders, we want to put excellence in everything that we do and so we work really really hard whether that's in the studio or outside of the studios studio as well and I'm telling you working with 36 women like them is amazing because everyone brings something different to the table and it's amazing to be a part of such a team like this so being able to perform with just an internationally acclaimed artist like the Jonas Brothers (laughs) is insane because we want to make sure that we live up to that standard of being able to to not just perform for an amazing concert, but for an amazing opportunity of like the primary source of really raising awareness for the Salvation Army. And I think we kind of, the concert kind of overdoes that sometimes. And I think it's really important to talk about that's not the primary source of the concert. It's really to magnify just the awareness of the Salvation Army. So I'm so glad that we get to be a part of that. And I'm glad that you mentioned that each of your teammates on DCC bring your own unique selves, your own unique style, because I think that uh, people that don't get to see you at home games or see you on TV, that they think there's a certain profile. And they don't really realize that the DCC is a tapestry of all different styles, uh, uh, looks, and you can all bring it all together to make this this wonderful tapestry, bring it all together. But one thing that I is my favorite over the past several years with DCC is my cause, formerly my cause, my boots, but my cause, my star. 
And it's something where you each have a unique cause that you want to bring more attention to. Mm-hmm. And so, first of all, let, let's start at the beginning and explain to everyone what is My Cause, My Star, because this month you're going to be uh, filming your videos and talking about your specific causes near and dear to your hearts. Yes. So, as you said, My Cause, My Star is new for DCC this sh- season because we did My Cause, My Boots, but it's very similar to the NFL players and them talking about My Cause, My Cleats. Sure. And they just everything that they do are amazing but we also want to be included in that and just really show that we have another side to us of the we're also just humans as well that we care about certain topics and so with my cause my star we actually got to make our own little stars this year and they really made it clear that they wanted each star to represent um, the girl in their heart and what we really stand up for and so mine is suicide awareness and that's the purple and the teal but it's amazing we have so many other causes but it's amazing that we'll get to see all the different stars out on the field and just kind of showing our hearts on our uniform. And why did you choose this specific cause? Yes, so uh, suicide awareness is really close to me because I lost one of my friends to suicide back in high school. And it's true what they say. It's definitely the person that you would least expect it to happen because she was just full of joy in life. And we didn't know that all of that was kind of masked by things that she was going through on her own. And so for me, I really want to be there for people who are going through the depression, the anxiety, the suicidal thoughts, because a lot of the times I think when we talk about those things, we kind of shut down. We're like, whoa, sure. that's too dark. Sure. Like That's too dark of a conversation. Mm-hmm. But I think it's time to really normalize that topic of suicide because it truly can save a life. And those conversations are hard but necessary. And so when I wear this star, it's for all those people who feel like they had no one, but in reality, they have a whole bunch of t- people on their team, and I'm included in that. So, so and, that. yeah, you'll oh. be you'll be taping your video soon, yeah. but um, and the game will actually be the December fourth game yes. when Indianapolis comes uh, to AT and T Stadium. But we mentioned that previously, it was my cause, my boots. Yes. So, can you tell us why you've switched to the star, which is going to be on the left lapel mm-hmm. of your uniform? Why are you doing stars on the uniforms instead of the boots this year? So it's really special. I think it's really cool, actually, because not only do we get to wear something that's passionate to us on our hearts, but we also get to also wear what's passionate to us on our boots as well, and that's our salute to service game. And uh, we get to honor our military families and our military who go out and risk their lives every single day, and thank you so much. (laughs) Um, But I think it's it's going to be a really special game because not only are you going to see these on our hearts, we're honoring just all military on our boots as well. So thank you, Lucasi, for also making these amazing boots of the red and white and blue on the back of our boots. They're so cute. Do do you have any other causes that maybe one of the ladies have that sticks with you or really means something to you as well? Oh, my goodness. There are so many. I'm looking down like, I like that one, too. There's (laughs) a whole list right here. I can read some off, too. There's so many. There's, oh, my goodness. There's just so many. Kat, uh, hers is going to represent the Boys and Girls Club. Just going down all of this, you have Claire for autoimmune. Um, You have just so many things. Darian for racial injustice. Um, I'm just going down the list here and just picking and choosing. Ovarian cancer awareness with Kayla. But, I mean, there's just so many different 
mm-hmm. causes. And, and we're reading down, down this list that Christy printed. But, um, you know, I, I just think it's so important for everybody to know that, you know, you guys are doing this and you're bringing awareness to subjects that, like you said, maybe aren't talked about mm-hmm. enough. I know uh, working in, in mental health for a little while, it's it's definitely not talked about enough. And, and it's very stigmatized that if you talk about it, people are, are going to you know, do something the opposite of what you're wanting. And it's actually studies have shown that the more you talk about it, the less likely mm-hmm. people are going to act on these things. And so, Katiana, just thank you so, so much for for talking about your cause and, and um, you know, why it's so important to you. But back to, you know, back to Christy's question of, or um, Aisha's question of which other one really sticks out to you from your teammates on this gorgeous list right here? Because there's a lot. <laughs> yes, no, it's really hard just to pick one. But if I had to choose another one, I would definitely have to say when it comes to just the mental health awareness, that's a huge one. But another one that I am in love with <laughs> is going to have to be my Marissa girl, Marissa G. Um, she's doing domestic violence awareness right now. And again, that's another topic that's really, really hard to talk about. Yeah. And one that I think sometimes um, a anybody and not just women just anyone has a hard time like coming up forward and saying like yes I've actually gone through this and I think it's hard when you just see us in the uniform that you don't think that we have gone through some certain things but there are a lot of things that us as women have gone through and so I'm just really proud that she's my friend and that she's sticking up for herself and other people as well who's gone through that that's why it's so important because Katiana you you know what it's like to be a DCC and have over 93 3,000 people at a home game, so you get to perform on the world's largest stage. But but I think that so many fans have this idealized view of DCC. And so like you said, when you, when you as young ladies can put yourselves out there and say, hey, it hasn't always been easy. I remember this is several years ago going with the DCC uh, down – uh, in in Grand Prairie in Granbury, Texas, to Happy Hill Farm, and it was just a small. It was the group leaders from DCC talking with the high school girls that live uh, on Happy Hill Farm, and it's for at-risk youth. And it was so impactful because they look at you guys and think everything's perfect, but the way that you can can relate to them, I just think that's what's really special. And just from a judge's perspective, it's really interesting how my cause. Previously, my cause, my boots, now my cause, my star, is something that the DCC rookie hopefuls know about. And in fact, it was asked about in the audition process. When did you first become aware of my cause, my star, my cause, my boots? Like you were talking about right off the bat, because Mm -hmm. when you open up that application process and the application form, that's one of the first questions that you're asked, actually. And I loved that because that's when I realized that this team is way beyond just the dancer. They want to know about the girl and what they're actually going to stand up for and someone that's going to be a game changer and make a difference. And so that's why I love this team so much because it's not just about the uniform. It's not just about rooting on the Cowboys, but it's also about making a difference and standing up for what we personally believe in and what we're passionate about. Yeah, can I, I do want to ask about one thing because there's something coming up. It's just a, a, a couple of weeks away. It begins uh, Friday, November oh, 18th. Actually, but, we're gonna we're gonna hold on that because okay. we do have to take another break. <laughs> but real quick, while we're on then, the topic, then can we talk uh, about Christmas? Uh, that, yes, I'm not okay. trying to be the Grinch never, over here. Too, never too not early. The Grinch. I'm not trying to be. I'm not trying to be the Grinch. <laughs> but I did want to cut to break real quick. But real quick before Katiana, again, you mentioned you're a second year vet yes. with DCC. 
Can you talk about the audition process and all of that, what that was like for you? Because it is <laughs> so unreal um, going through that. So talk about that. And then, of course, we're going to cut to break and we'll talk about Christmas because I don't want to become the Grinch of the show. <laughs> um, no, of course. So like you said, I'm a second year vet. And I think this year was definitely different than my first year. My first year, I had no expectations. I didn't know what I was getting myself into. <laughs> I was just really praying about it and be like, you know what? Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> If they like me, great. If they don't, try again next year. Um, but this year is definitely like a different mindset because I wanted to go in just really showing them that just Katie Anna, truly, because I think last year I was a little timid. And of course, I am just very outgoing. I, I love just being myself and that personality. But this year, I really just wanted to step out of my comfort zone and be like, hey, there's another Katie Anna, another part of me that I haven't shown y'all yet. And it was the first year with my curly hair, too. So <laughs> I love it. Oh, yeah. th thank you beautiful. so much. Girls, thank you. Yes, absolutely. So I think my confidence really just like skyrocketed this year. And I hope I showed them that because the process is long and it's not just a physical process it's a mental process as well sure. but it really shows you who you are as a woman and how strong you are as a woman because you're not just out there by yourself you have so many people out there like it's not a competition at all everyone there is rooting for you and it's amazing just to see that and truly I love tryouts like tryouts <laughs> is one of my favorite things because you get to meet new people you get to bond with new people but you're also coming together doing one thing that you love and that's dancing and rooting for each other so i love the tryout process <laughs> well thank you for touching base on that like i said we're gonna go ahead and take our next break we're talking all things cowboys christmas when we come back this is girls talk boys talk presented by jigsaw the preferred dating partner of the dallas cowboys at jigsaw dating we obviously want the cowboys to bring that sixth ring home but to be honest we're more focused on finding the person who will put a ring on your finger that's why we created a dating app that reveals your face through meaningful conversation so you can date deeper. Because it's personality that matters the most, not looks. Join Jigsaw Dating today, dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. All right, Pepsi-loving football fans, it's time we had a lesson in trash talk. And I'm not talking about that stuff that happens on the field. What I'm talking about is trash, and it's the only thing that belongs in your garbage can. Now, recycling might not be as thrilling as converting a fourth and long, but next time you're thinking about throwing that Pepsi Zero Sugar bottle away, just cap it back up and pretend you're down by six with the recycling bin wide open. <sighs> know the difference? Make a difference. Be a team player and recycle. Visit PepsiTrashTalk.com to learn more. It's Smoothie King's original angel food and new angel food slim without added sugar. You no longer have to choose between treating yourself and hitting your goals this summer. You don't have to choose between great taste and feeling great. Because at Smoothie King, every blend is made with whole fruits and no syrups. So you can satisfy your cravings without compromise. The only choice you will need to make is which one is best for you. Try our classic angel food or the new angel food slim, blended without added sugar. Smoothie King, rule the day. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
back to Girls Talk, Boys Talk, presented by Jigsaw, the preferred dating partner of the Dallas Cowboys. We're coming live from the SWPC, SWBC, hello, <laughs> uh, uh, hello, uh, podcast studio. And uh, we're going to talk all about Cowboys Christmas, which is very fitting that this read is next because tis the season for Dallas Cowboys holiday youth camps presented by Invisalign. Registration for one day football and dance academy camps are now open. Don't miss your chance to send your athlete to camp at AT&T Stadium on December 20th and 21st. Register today at DallasCowboys.com slash academy and use code XMAS25 to get $25 off. What a steal. I love saving money. Y'all <laughs> yeah. know this. And, and the best part of those camps, the dance academy part of it, is that uh, it's actually the DCC the current DCC are the actual instructors, and it's about so much more than teaching dance steps and some fun choreography that is specifically age group related, so 6 to 16. But uh, I know that one of the things, Kadiana, that you try to emphasize is the real meaning of DCC. So I'd love for you to share that with everyone. Yes, no, definitely. So when it comes to the camps, I don't know if you guys know, but we have the dance portion, but we also have a portion where we get to sit down with the girls and actually talk about what DCC actually means. So we really sit down with them and we say it means dedication. And then we have all the girls say, okay, how can you be dedicated? Tell us more, tell us more. And then we have character and then we have community. And we're really just kind of teaching them life life lessons and making sure that they know that we're not just dancers. We're actually people who are going out into our communities and making a difference. And I think that's another amazing part of the camps like you were talking about that we're not just dancers but we're also learning life lessons and I think that's really cool yeah. and it's it's impactful for generations to come and and things that they're going to remember as they get mm-hmm. older and and as they grow up so that's very exciting and something else very exciting Christy I'm not trying to be the Grinch over here we can finally talk about Christmas at the Star can you please talk about uh, how DCC is involved with Christmas at the Star because it is a show. It, it is a production. It is a, it is it a really whole production. Is. It's kind of like a Broadway show almost. It's the <laughs> closest thing I'm probably going to get to being on a Broadway <laughs> show I would have to say but no it is unlike anything that I've ever been a part of and I think with DCC I think we love to just like I said that excellence behind everything but it really takes a team and so it's not just out us out there dancing we also have rhythm and blue and then we have the rookie squad and all the kids that are a part of it we have Santa coming (laughs) I know Santa it's a done deal (laughs) Um, but it's so much fun to just gather your friends and your family and it's a free event as well which is Mm. insane and we have so many lights so many fireworks there's so much that goes into it it really just brings the holiday spirit and i love it so much yeah and i love it yeah it's food. No, well, you eat I at the mean, Star District, so it's in the it's in the Tostitos food. Plaza. So you bring your own guac and salsa. There it is. There for the Tostitos. If I'm Plaza. allergic to guac, can we bring something else? Yeah. I'm allergic to avocado. Bring bring maybe some knob. popcorn. There we go. <laughs> so, Thank you. Yeah. But but Kadion, I'm glad that you guys mentioned that it's free. It's the perfect family event, and I can't tell you over the past few years how much how many family members I've brought to enjoy it. So it's Fridays. 
and Saturdays, November 18th through December 17th. Weather permitting, it is outdoors, so please dress appropriately. Uh, It is weather permitting, so hopefully we don't have like rain or freezing temperatures on those Friday and Saturday nights. But it runs from 6 o'clock into about 625 or so. Now, those folks who are coming and bringing family members, you say it's a lot of fun and there's a bunch of different groups involved. What can they expect to see? And and, uh, I I'm kind of going for the uniforms too. I, yeah. I knew yeah, you wanted it, the uniforms because it, it's 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 bright and fun and different. There yeah. are a lot of uniform changes, um, but like I said, we have uh, guest appearances who light up the the Christmas former tree. Cowboys. Yes, okay. former cowboys. Um, we had Miss Texas one year come oh, in. Wow. Yeah, there are a lot of different people who come in for this, um, but our uniforms really. I would like to say the icing on the cake, but it's <laughs> just bias. But we have like <laughs> our Santa baby uniform, and then we have our electric cowgirl uniforms, and they actually light up. Ooh. So, yes. So it's like a pup. It looks like a puffer coat almost, yeah. and it just has lights all throughout it. And then wow. our palms also have lights throughout them. It's so cool. It, and of, of course, it's at nighttime, so everything's yeah. just yeah. glowing. I love it. And I oh, love that it. sounds and amazing. If, if you've never been to the Star in Frisco at Christmas time, what happens is the Tostitos Plaza, which is the outdoor area outside the Ford Center, and it looks kind of like a little mini football field. The astro, the um, artificial surface it, it looks like the playing field at at and stadium mm-hmm. with the blue star and the end zones with cowboys but i like to describe it as a rockefeller center christmas kind of thing mm-hmm. there's a large christmas tree that has led light displays and so the kadiana and the other dcc there'll be there'll be a main stage they'll be dancing around the christmas tree Everywhere. all in between and it's really, it really is a showstopper. The music's a lot of fun. And again, it's free. It's family fun. So you're telling me we get all of this. We get incredible performances by DCC. Yes. We get a million lights, it seems like. Just so many lights. The star lit up, basically. So you get Santa and you get photo ops. Oh, yes. All, all of that combined and more. Oh, yeah. that's not even all of it. Yeah, you, oh, my you, goodness. Well, you can also go online to thestarinfrisco.com, and uh, inside the pro shop, which is adjacent to Tostitos Plaza, they create a little Christmas cowboy Santa village. And so yeah. you can go online and make your reservations even now uh, it, to have your uh, photos with Santa. They start at, uh, the packages start at $40 and up, but there are so many families. I highly encourage uh, fans to go ahead and reserve a time online because it's a very popular thing, but it's really uh, a unique family photo with Santa in a cowboy setting. Yeah. And uh, so it's become really not just just the show, um, but the experience, the time, experience. The experience with yeah. Santa, I think it's become a, a family tradition for a, a lot of families in the area. I know my nice family. A better one. My, yeah. family's, my family's coming every year now. There you go. <laughs> no, I, I uh, took a picture with Santa last year. I just moved here and uh, my dog and I went. So Toby and I took a picture with Santa. And so now with two doggies, I have Toby and Wit. I'm gonna have to see if Wit can uh, sit down for a picture with Santa. I don't know how well that'll hold. I wish over. my dogs could do that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Wit can, but Toby definitely. But perfect, perfect. As we wrap a bow on this Christmas conversation, I did want to ask you, ladies, real quick. Uh, we do have about ten minutes left about the NFC East. We're coming off of a bye week here, so I just wanted to give y'all a reminder if if you had uh, your bye week break, as as most people did. 
kind of what the NFC East is looking like right now. So let me pull this up. All right. So keep in mind that the Eagles played the Texans on Thursday night. They beat them 29-17. The Commanders lost to the Vikings 22-17. And the Giants also had a bye week last week. So your NFC East standings and NFC East, NFC beast really is is what it looks like the eagles ah, this pains me to say you guys they're still undefeated they are eight and oh in first place the cowboys are six and two in second the giants are also six and two in third and the commanders are four and five in fourth place now why are we talking about this well because we're officially in our halfway point of the season and things start to get really real when it comes to wins and losses at this point uh playoff contention starts being more and more of a conversation as we go through but um you know we also the cowboys is also playing Green Bay this weekend. Aisha, I know you wanted to talk football and get into kind of what this week means for the Cowboys in general. Can you tell me exactly what you're looking forward to as far as this game goes on Sunday? I mean, it's a big honestly, deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, anytime you play Green Bay as a like the Cowboys play Green Bay, it's a big deal. But uh, the Cowboys have a unique opportunity to just kind of knock the Green Bay Packers out of the playoff contention. And I, with with a win this week, that would do that. And I think that's important to a lot of Cowboys folks who don't want to see Aaron Rodgers in any capacity in the playoffs. And I also think it's going to be an important confident builder, confidence builder for this team going up there. Lambeau's not easy to play in, like regardless of how we feel about what's going on within the NFC. Like it's difficult. But this time of the year is my favorite time of the year because you start seeing who's what and who's not what and like what's really going on with everybody you start seeing some key injuries I know Green Bay had some key injuries this week and I think this is this is about that time where you start seeing um, these type of things happen and you see if teams can bounce back Cowboys went through this early in the season this year so um, I, I just this is the latter part of the season my favorite part of the year so I'm interested to see how things start panning out especially in the NFC um, what do you think Christy well I think being set up for exciting games in December is what it's all about. Mm-hmm. And Kadiana, I want to know what it was like last year. It was your rookie year, and the Cowboys, you know, with the with the twelve wins, the important games in December, and then the playoff mm-hmm. game. Yeah. <laughs> How do yeah. you describe that atmosphere? Being down on the field, <laughs> on the 49ers or com- coming yeah. out, coming out for thunderstorms. <laughs> When it's when it's like ninety-three thousand fans, I would love to know what that feels like to come out of that yeah. tunnel with the music starting, and you know that oh, yeah. you know that everyone is so jazzed to see y'all you kick guys. off the I, party at AT and T Stadium. Let me just say, you hear thunderstruck, you know you are at a Cowboys it's time. game. Yeah. It is time. Is that the song that yeah. the guitar? Bam, 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 bam. <laughs> That's the one. Yep. Yeah. That is the one. Little ACDC. Yep. Oh yes. Um, no, I thought my first game was going to be memorable. No. Like, <laughs> That get oh my goodness, the playoff game was insane. I yep. have never seen anything like it. It was just, I think it, that one was the white towels, correct? Yep. Yes. The whiteout. So, the, it the was whiteout. the whiteout. And I just remember looking around and I was like, oh, is white our main color now? Like, because that's <laughs> what it looks like. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is a lot. <laughs> but no, the atmosphere is insane. I swear I felt the stadium shake mm. doing thunder. I was like, oh my goodness, this is awesome. But no, it was an amazing experience and that game was 
You know. We know. We, <laughs> we was, was memorable. There. It was very memorable. <laughs> Look, I was which, there. Which, you were there. <laughs> there. What's great about DCC, though, is you guys really have uh, your finger on the energy level because a lot of what you do is way before kickoff, like out mm-hmm. in the Miller Lite Plaza yes. and, and, and all of that. So what is yeah. that like as part of the, the pregame atmosphere on game day? Oh, no, definitely. It's just like gearing up for the game day. It really sets the tone for what the game's going to be, um, not just for the fans, but for us as well. Because going out to Miller Lighthouse and performing there, you can already sense just everybody's energy and they're mm. excited. So we love that we get to be a part of that. But that also gets us ready to go out and perform, of course, for that pregame and just get ready and get ready to cheer on the Cowboys. And hopefully they feel that energy as well that day. <laughs> and also just the amount of cardio for for these games. I mean, y'all are dancing pre-game, you kick off the game with Thunderstruck, and then you're dancing every time music is playing in the stadium. Can you talk about that? Just, you know, how much energy goes into these games for y'all? Oh, yes, definitely. There are so many songs that get played. I was going to ask you, you got a favorite routine? Oh, a favorite? I mean, I feel like... Did you get jiggy too? It come on, you like, (laughs) about to tear us up. (laughs) That's every (laughs) pre-game. I mean, push through dancing. I hear American woman, and I'm like, I'm ready to go. (laughs) But no, truly, all of them are. I mean, I love my pregame. I love the Miller Lighthouse. Baby, I'm a star. Is just one of my favorite favorite performances ever as well. Um, But no, just being out there and getting to do it. It's Yes, it's a lot of cardio and it's a lot of stamina, but it's also like being out there for the football players. They're doing just as much as we are. And so just doing it for them and just for the fans is what we're doing it for and like why we're out there. So it's worth that. And then I get to go home and eat a cheeseburger. Oh, so <laughs> even I love that. that. I love you that. get snackies, oh, snackies yeah. on the sideline. Oh, my goodness. Because we've heard the players talk about, well, they haven't gone into specifics, but we did have, um, I'm, I'm sorry, her name's escaping me, the dietitian. Oh, Claire. Yeah, Claire came on and talked to us about like, like then I was wondering, like, do y'all have like snackies on the side that y'all are able to grab? Some Skittles, some something. If you see me sitting down <laughs> and it looks like I'm closing my mouth, it's only because I have a pink Starburst in my see, mouth. There it has to be pink. I'm in the business. I'm trying to know. Exactly. Pink. And they're super nice because they ask us every single week. They're like, do you guys want pink Starburst this week or do you want tropical Starburst this week? It. And I'm like, you know what? Anything really to keep me going. Yep. Yep. So maybe we do have a little snackies. And, and sneak, <laughs> sneak little on the bus after the game too oh, but don't yes. tell anybody don't oh, tell yes. anybody don't want to blow your mind on this on terms of the choreography and the songs but uh katiana and the they don't know what songs are going mm. to be played and they don't know which numbers are going to be done until like the first beat of the song can you talk about that how many you have to know and how you just have to start on the dime. Truly. So we have, of course, our four quarter changes. So we know those. But then when it comes to the music that's just going throughout the whole entire game, we probably perform about... I don't want to be over the top, but like 50 different routines mm-hmm. that are in our head, just kind of flowing Ready and to go. shout out to all our leaders who do an amazing job of just calling different things because it is a lot of material in our heads, but like, we get the job done and it's so much fun. And like 
the, all the music out there is just really helping us and like hyping us up. But I would have to say about 50 plus different And something routines. that's amazing about that is it's not just one style of dance for y'all. I mean, you have some jazz, you have some palm, you have some hip hop going in there. It is multiple styles of dance within these sideline routines. And man, I just, I could, I really, really <laughs> what respect. What does that mean? What does that mean? She's, my anxiety. Mind's blown. <laughs> when you said 50, like my anxiety yep. says, too many options, too many <laughs> variations, too many. You have stressed me out. Yeah, you're stronger than me. Oh, no. No, <laughs> no. We're just like strong that. in different ways. Uh, th- oh, maybe. We're just strong in different because, ways. Because, you said 50. You don't even know There are 50 probably routines in my head right now. And you just be out there like... <laughs> and I just go. And you be playing it off. Yes. See, uh-uh. I mean, not that I'm perfect or anything. No, sometimes it's, it's like, amazing. oh, oh. But, like... That takes skill. But I, but I, it does. It takes skill. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, being, like, a veteran, it takes skill to know, like, this scenario could happen. And you got to be ready for multiple. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. I didn't know that. And I'm learning no, stuff about fine. your craft. I think it's so interesting. Yeah. No, thank you. Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders just on a level of their own, really. I mean, incredible, incredible work that you all do on the field, like we're talking about, but off the field, like we mentioned earlier, and things that we didn't even get to talk about, right? So thank you so, so much, Katiana, no, for being such you. a great representation of the DCC, for joining us today, for talking all things DCC and all the fun events coming up. We appreciate you. We loved having you on. And unfortunately, I have to tie a bow on this show because we are to the end of our... I know, I know, very sad. We are to the (laughs) end of our time here on Girls Talk, Boys Talk. But we will be back here tomorrow. We're going to get into the Green Bay game. We're talking a lot, a lot of good information tomorrow. So thank you, ladies, so, so much for joining us today. And uh, for Aisha Morrison, for Christy Scales, I'm Jess Navarez and DCC Katiana. Thank you all for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys?